Hey, it's Jesse. COVID can't keep me down. Munro here with another episode of Story Mode, a video game podcast. On the show this week, I'm joined by Simon and Felix to discuss hunting monsters again, imaginary consoles, E3 rising from the grave, and we also learn a little bit about pirate life. If you want more of us, be sure to follow us on all the socials at Story Mode AUS. Now, let's get on with the show. That's one, pretty two, three. Is that something? Is that anything? I don't think it's anything too special, but... Is that a meme? <laughs> I can't wait. Wait, when we get to episode 420, fucking hell, man. I'm going to do so much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got to talk about the best drug usage in video games. Far Cry 3. GTA 5. I can't wait. believe I'm saying no. that. No. No. Far Cry... No. This is... They all have. There are an objectively correct answer. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm Far not Cry Three, where you burn the. Okay, I thought you were saying I'm GTA not saying, Five was better. No, no, I'm not saying the only, like the single best one. I'm saying like the it's top. Wild. Like what happened to GTA Five? Uh, there are the peyotes you can find. Um, oh in yeah, the you an animal. Yeah, and you become an animal yeah. for a bit, mm. and that's pretty cool. And then you find the uh, secret one in your Bigfoot. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm just putting another tweet saying we're talking drugs. <laughs> talking drugs yeah, and Hitler, too. come on in. <laughs> we're going to get the wrong crowd. No, we're going to get it fucking signed to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, is this how we get verified on Twitter? Let's see you cancel who woke moralist. <laughs> <laughs> what a ratty little boy. Oh, <laughs> he, he does look like the sort of person that would be bullied at high school now. I'd bully the shit out of John Peace. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really tend to bully people, but fuck it, I'd bully the shit out of him. He's, he, uh, Jordan, listen to him, he's bullied me before. <laughs> the fact that right, he guys, continues so to breathe drinks, is bullying me. My drinks today? I got some Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale. One Love. One Love? One Love. Brick Lane do a beer. This is my PSA for alcoholics out there like myself. They do um, a range beer called the Trilogy of Fear. So I, I got these cans. <clears throat> They're like 20 bucks a pop. Big ba- big boy cans, like 4.5 cent drinks. They knock the socks off you. Nice. Um, but uh, like this time last year, I was at Dan Murphy's and I saw that they had these cans. It was called Leviathan. I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. I like, drink. I like that. Really cool artwork. There was Leviathan. There was two others <laughs> that, whose names I've completely forgotten. Uh, Baba Yaga and... Ooh, the abyss. Um, really cool. Really just edgelord bullshit. And, you know, I'm all about it. Super, like, rich, dark beer that tastes like bourbon. Um, the second season has come out. Um, and they've got one with, like, a baby on it. They've got the offering and asylum, I want to say. If you see them, give them a go. All right, I'm going to make a trip to Dan Murphy's then, which mm, I can do but- in my car Ooh. that I can now legally drive. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll, I'll walk. You do that. You, <laughs> you be healthy and have a smaller carbon footprint me. than me. I am the pinnacle of health. I mean, we did cancel the podcast last week because I had COVID. Yeah. Pinnacle. But now I'm healthy. <laughs> Healthier than ever, some may say. No, I'm, I'm, I was coughing and I think some blood came out. But anyway. Nice. I've also, to heal me, I got some immunity sparkling nootropic remember the nootropics i was drinking last time and my my I, you know you could had all sorts of brain issues <laughs> yeah, of you could start seeing into alternate dimensions but i got the immunity booster one lemon and ginger so maybe this will retro- retroactively cure me of covid 
<laughs> full of horsey worm. Fuck, we really do something Joe Rogan. Oh my god, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> you ever done DMT? Keelan, pull the plug. Keelan, pull the plug. No. God, give it a few years. I'll have the same fucking hair as him. <laughs> Keelan and or Joe Rogan, same shit. <laughs> oh, no. Don't take that out of context. Oh, poor Keelan. No, he's not here. <laughs> he's not here. We fed him to wolves. So mm. I've got a story for you guys. It's a PC-based story. So, Jesse, you're probably going to tune out pretty quickly. But, Felix, you might find this interesting. Totally. So, uh, as Joe Rogan, when you said PC, I'm out of here, woke moralist. <laughs> Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan the same person in my head yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, look, that's fair because they're both pieces of shit, so who cares? Cop that. <laughs> um, Nerds. So I was having issues with my Wi-Fi cutting out, just just dropping out for like a good four or five minutes. It's affected the podcast a couple of times. You know, it's one of those things. Um, and I got real sick and tired of it. So I called up my provider and I'm like, hey, what the hell is going on? And the guy was like, oh, let me just have a look at the logs. And he was like, okay, so that's a dropout. There's a dropout. There's another dropout. There's another dropout. There's another. Oh, shit. This is all in the same day. And I'm like, yeah, it gets pretty bad sometimes. And he's like, your modem is just dying. It's just giving <laughs> up. It's just dead. Like, that's what's happening. It is a complete modem failure. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, yeah, do you have a spare one? And I'm like, oddly enough, yes, I do. Because uh, when I initially set up with Aussie Broadband, I needed the internet set up like that day. And they were like, yeah, we'll send out your stuff. That will be there in like three to four weeks. And I'm like... Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay. But obviously, I kept hold of the modem. Um, so I connected that all up, and the guy was super, super helpful. So, genuine shout out to Aussie Broadband for awesome customer Friends service. Of the show. I think I was Absolutely. Aussie Broadband. They as well. are brilliant through and through. Um, and yeah, the guy got me set up, and um, yeah, like got everything up and running. And he's like, all right, cool. Test the speeds for me again. And the speeds that I was getting was like 20 down. I'm paying for 100. And, like, 30-ish up, and I'm paying for 40 up. So the, the upload speeds weren't too bad, but the downloads were awful. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't know. And the guy was like, okay, it sounds like it's a, it's a wiring issue. I'm going to get an NBN tech out. I was like, all right, Ugh. sweet. He actually arrived on the day that he said he was going to arrive at a decent time. I was like, what the f This is like seeing a mythical creature. This is like petting a unicorn on the head like it was wild i was like oh my god these people do exist and they do know how to do their job and the guy like took ripped the port out the wall and like pulled out a couple of wires and was like nat you're what took the copper wiring in the house yeah <laughs> and then disappeared <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually running this off of my phone right now no um <laughs> and yeah he fixed up the wiring and put in a new port and was like your port was faulty and the wiring was bad so i fixed that all up should be a lot more stable now and a bit better. And I was like, awesome, thank you. So I did a speed test on my laptop. A hundred down, almost. It was like 90. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And 38 oh, yeah. up. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Holy crap. So I came into my study, turned on my PC, did it. 20 down, 30 up. And I'm like, what the oh. hell is going on? Like, I'm getting awful right. speeds. Gone. I'm going to do something here. I'm going to break new ground for bad podcast material and i'm gonna do a live speed test here because i don't know what's considered good so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna tell okay. you guys what i get okay this could break everything i don't absolutely. know absolutely this okay. will be great 
Will it? Yes. Look, if people haven't <laughs> better content, uh, tuned out by now. <laughs> well, so I'm like, okay, well, what the hell is the problem? I'm- whoa, 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 buddy. The system's in play. <laughs> Show some respect <laughs> to in- Google internet speed test, okay? All right. So I've done the down. All right. What's your down speed? Well, you can have a guess. I don't know how good the infrastructure is in Melbourne. So Take a guess. It doesn't, if you get it right or wrong, you're not going to get a prize. I'm going to guess 70. Felix? Uh, we'll go 90. 39.8. <laughs> Ouch. Not great. Right. <laughs> not, not, not great. What about my upload speed? See, considering you're streaming and hosting this. Yeah, I was thinking it. Just give me a number. No, no. no there's, there's method. There's no method. Yeah, there is. It's probably like 20. Felix? Well, considering the last one was way lower than I thought, I'm going to go 15. <laughs> Close 14.5. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate. Yes, that's right. I live in the 21st century. No, you don't. 14th <laughs> century. We have MBN in our area. It's just um, I need to get a hard like once it's all hardwired and stuff. I think it'll be better. But mm. yeah, that's always a problem. Anyway, so but, I'm yeah I'm sat there going like, what the hell is wrong with my with my desktop? Like I mess around with every setting I could imagine. Um, like I turned I actually uninstalled my antivirus i disabled windows defender for a bit to do some tests and like i messed about with everything you could imagine and i was still getting these really bad speeds so i'm like okay maybe it's my network card because when i was putting my pc together at one point i did drop my graphics card on top of my network card so i'm like yeah it could be that uh (laughs) went and bought a new one put it in no different and i'm like you know what i'm sick of this got an electrician in (laughs) got an ethernet port I'm on a wired connection, baby. 100 down, like 38 up. I am happy. Like, oh, feels so good to get the speed that you're paying for. I'm I'm over the moon with that. And the best thing is that even if my Wi-Fi drops out, if my modem decides to crap out, it's a whole lot of not my problem. True. (laughs) I like that as story mode, every day in podcasts, people come here for a good story and they just heard the story of... Simon being, I had bad internet. Now it's good. <laughs> I had bad internet, tried fixing it, couldn't fix it, tried throwing money at the problem, didn't quite fix it, then threw more money at the problem and fixed it. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just got to upgrade. Speaking of upgrades, you may have heard that Keelan isn't here today. We've upgraded oh. him to Felix. <laughs> Help that, Keelan. I'm not a part of this introduction. This is this has <laughs> nothing to do with me. Non, non-consensual. <laughs> I didn't consent to this introduction. <laughs> Felix, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, you know, I'm feeling a bit, uh, bit um, sore. I had a, I had a blood donation what was it, the other day, and yeah, work. Uh, which was cool. Except the needle dislodged during the donation, and Ooh. I mean, all I'm sitting there, and then you know, I'm sitting there with my arm out, and I hear the lady go, "Oops." Which is not oh, what you want to hear in the middle of a blood donation. <laughs> and I look over to my right and I just see a bit of blood go boop at the corner of my eye. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, oh, I didn't know there was a thing that could happen. No, I didn't know that either. <laughs> oh my. And she's just like, st- like stamping a bandage on my arm. And they were freaking out because they were like, oh, like, they were like whispering to each other. 
um, I, I had one of the nurses go like, oh, are you okay? And I saw her like shake her head quietly. And I was like, oh no, like what's going on? Am I going to die in this, in this room? Turns out they just, just dislodged the vein. <laughs> yeah. Turns out I didn't die. Turns nice. out I didn't die. And I'm here recording a podcast. I lived, bitch. <laughs> I, did, I, I did get a walk moralist. I did get, um, <laughs> I did get a pretty gnarly bruise, but other than that, I'm <laughs> did fine. Did she rip a wig off and it was Jordan Peterson? It's like, let's see you Kansas who woke Marlis. This is what your health care gets you. <laughs> Little fucking botchling that he is. <laughs> the doppelganger. <laughs> I thought I'd find him in a ring for charity. Can we get, let's get that going. But otherwise, I'm feeling good. I'm just feeling a bit sick from that, but other than that. Doing well. Well, good work. Ready to talk about video games. And well, you're at the wrong podcast. <laughs> really? yeah, we do have we do have video game news to talk about. And um it's a shame. We actually had we had the episode all set up last week. We we're gonna talk about Nintendo Mini Direct and how amazing Sparks of Hopes look. Oh, but yeah. uh, mm. we'll get to all that, I guess, in due course. But we still have a packed episode today, and um look. We're going to have to get this out of the way. We're going to have to revisit some well-trod ground. If you've listened to any of our past episodes, which you can on Spotify and iTunes, just search for a video, uh, just search for a video game podcast and we'll just, be able just, to come up Just eventually. one of them. Just any yeah. of them. The 120th most, well, it was the 140th most popular video game podcast in the Ukraine. So hey, keep up the good, good fight, Ukraine. Shout also out to doing, doing well in Ireland as well. Ireland and Canada. So shout out to our connects and our Irish friends. Love you guys. Yeah. Friends of the show. Um, <laughs> just the whole country. Literally. Just all of them. All of the countries. Look, Simon, talk about fucking Sunbreak. You know you want to. Hell yeah. You've been playing it for the last week or so. Uh, yeah. I was saying before the show, I was worried that you didn't like it because you hadn't tweeted about it. But then I realized the fact that you hadn't tweeted in a while was proof that you were playing it a lot. So yes. how are you going? You hunting the monsters? Yeah, hunting the monsters, hunting them real good, uh, making armor sets, making weapons, making fun little hats. Um... <laughs> So, Sunbreak is the massive expansion to Monster Hunter Rise on Switch and PC. It is brilliant. I'm loving every minute of it. Um, the new hub area is really nice. I'm going to keep this mostly spoiler-free because I'm technically not done with the main story. I, For those who know, I have fought Malzino, who was the, the flagship monster. Um, so, I've done that. And then I'm just, yeah, basically got the stuff after that to do now. Um, so yeah, I've just been really enjoying this. Like, it's so much fun. The new monsters are really good. Like the fights feel really dynamic. This is what's referred to as a master rank expansion. So all of the monsters that were in the game before are back again, hit harder and faster and have more health and you do the same things and there's more abilities for you to use. And it's just so damn fun. It's just yeah, it's it's brilliant. I'm I'm just absolutely loving this. There's I have seen a lot of people saying, look, it's brilliant, but it does take a moment to get going, especially if you're a newer player. It takes a moment for it to become its own thing. Yeah, I reckon I reckon that's fair assessment because as it stands, and it's sort of like the tradition, I guess, with Monster Hunter is the master rank or the G rank um, expansions always tend to tread a lot of the same ground for a little bit before they go their own way and sort of 
diversify and explore things a bit further. And I think this is still true in Sunbreak. It was true in Iceborne. Um, and yeah, just if you're willing to put the time into it because you enjoy fighting the monsters, you'll love this. This is good. This is a really damn good game. The armor sets all look really cool. All the weapons look really cool. And you can do like these follower quests so you can actually have NPCs come with you instead of other people because normally... Oh, I like that. I don't like playing games with other people. Yeah, most other people kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, use your insect clay properly, you fucking loser. No. <laughs> the stick. We'll see who cancels who, you bad insect clay man. <laughs> Woke hunters. How many is that now? How many, okay, so- many references? <laughs> oh, wait. Every time you hear us quote... <laughs> Good, good enemy, George Peterson. <laughs> Little weak wet boy that he is. Um, take a drink. <laughs> oh, God. You will probably be dead before the end of the podcast. But mm. nevertheless, uh, <laughs> I'd rather die than delete that tweet. <laughs> it's all right. Shit. Now, sorry. No, that's what he said. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, so I'm like, all right. That's um, a bit weird. He's a bit weird. Back to the game, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've distracted. I've, I've derailed myself here. Fantastic. What is actually new? So we've got new monsters. You got NPCs that can follow you, which I actually quite like the sound of. But what else is new? Uh, so there's a new hub area. So instead of it being in Kamura Village, um, you're in uh, like this outpost. It's like fortress outpost. Um, you've got two new maps to fight in, um, and uh, I guess sort of to go along with that, just more more of the previous stuff that you had as well. So more armor sets, more skills, more decorations, more bits and pieces and stuff to do, a whole bunch of new characters and, you know. So it, it's it's traditional DLC. It, it's yes. just it more of the same, it's but a, it's the a, same is good. Yeah, the recipe is good, give us more. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's an expansion in the traditional sense of yeah. what an expansion was. Back in the day, <laughs> you know, we are old. <laughs> God, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what it is. It's it's an expansion, and it's brilliant. I love it. Um, it's just yeah, it's just so much fun. And I found myself second... up till I don't know one a.m. on like a Thursday night trying to farm for one particular drop from a monster to finish making my new outfit. <laughs> And then I needed another one immediately there. I got it. I got it. That's why I went to bed at one. I was going to stay up if I had to. This is the second expansion, right? Because Iceborne? So, yeah. So this is the second time. So prior to World, the Monster Hunter franchise did the base game. So let's say Monster Hunter Try, uh, which would do low rank and high rank. And then there would be the expansion, which would be Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. And that would do... Low rank, high rank, and what was referred to at the time as G rank. Then with world... They- rank, if you will. <laughs> Grank, yes. Um, and then with Monster Hunter World, they did an expansion, which was Iceborne. And instead of, you know, buying the game again and redoing all of the low and high rank stuff, you just carried on. It just You just do it. Same thing here with Sunbreak. Um, I actually do quite like this format. I, I think this is a, a better format, especially for consumers. Um, where yeah, you just get an expansion and you just play it. And you don't have to redo everything that you did, and it's good. It's, a, it's is, a good format. How's that end 
fight with was that like that big vampire monster was like the oh Malzino. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I fought it, um, I was fighting with my friend Ubami, who you know, friend of the show, friend of the show. Everyone, everyone probably knows to some degree. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I messed up. I was trying to dodge an attack and I pressed the wrong button, got hit, died. And then just after I died, Ubami killed the monster, killed oh. Malzino. And I'm all the way back at base camp and I'm like, ah, shit, I'm not going to get there in time to carve it. <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's not your fault. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can say, I can say it categorically, Simon, it was your fault. It was. It was entirely my fault because I pressed the wrong damn button. Yeah, I'm getting reports in now, actually. It is your fault. It's all your fault. Breaking, you've ever breaking done. news. <laughs> Sources close to Simon yeah. report. It was his fault. Now, speaking of people who are at fault. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's a good enough segue for this shit topic we're about to talk about. Totally. I saw something really stupid on Twitter. As, you know. Most tweets are. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Guys, you hear this little thing called cryptocurrency? It's pretty stupid. <laughs> I saw that some shell scamming bullshit artists are trying to push a crypto console. The Polium One. Oh, yeah. Now, the picture I saw was just a little box and a little shitty fucking $3 controller on top. But it's pushing this whole thing. of like, you know, finally, we can game in Web3. Web3 is a term that I don't have any care for because it just seems to be an umbrella term for all these sort of crypto NFT bullshit scams that are everywhere at the moment. This whole metaverse stuff that I want nothing to do with. The closest thing, uh, the only metaverse I wanted to live in was a fucking PlayStation home and you, the listeners, didn't support it enough for it to still be around, okay? And I would never forgive any of you for it, okay? Because PlayStation home was fun. You used to be able to go to that cinema and watch trailers for movies. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. Go to the cinema with your... Fr- oh, it's great. Anyway. Jesse's not better. So we have this... I'm very angry about it. <laughs> so we have this, this crypto console. People have asked, what games can we play in it? And they've said, we're, we're talking to, to crypto gaming developers. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. The logo... <laughs> Well, this stupid thing is the GameCube logo. They just stole it because why not steal something else? Um, their defense was, it looks familiar, the logo, but GameCube has a G and the cube represents their name. Our cube represents blockchain and the P stands for polium. Brilliant. <laughs> Fuck off with really? the block. I've seen so many people trying to say like, oh, the blockchain technology and crypto and, yeah, nah, 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 and NFTs will revolutionize gaming. And then when asked how, they have nothing. Nope. And it's been that, it's been going, we're going around circles about it for about a year. Some of the answers I've seen to, oh, what games can we play on this? And I'll, I'll get into the, the, the actual tech side of this stupid dumb box, which doesn't exist and never it will. Doesn't. This theoretical, fucking even their... Consoles are theoretical. Yeah. Don't actually exist. <laughs> so somebody's like trying to defend like, oh, you know, this is the type of games you can play in it. And they're just like, oh, imagine like a Pokemon-like game when there's only 500 Pikachu cards. And when you get it, you can trade it for higher value. I'm just like, so your game is trading. is trading NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Your games are just the stuff you're doing now. Except, I don't know. 
can you save your apes to a memory card? I don't know. I mean, if you're it, Seth it, Rogen. Okay. <laughs> it's not Seth Rogen. Sorry, Seth Green. I apologize, Seth Rogen. <laughs> I, he got his monkey stolen in his TV. <laughs> his TV show couldn't go ahead. He bought it back. He did. He bought it back? He did. 300K. For way more, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he just get a new monkey? It's not why his monkey, you, man. Seth Green, why didn't you get a new fucking <laughs> That's monkey? That's not his monkey. It's not the same monkey. Put a different hat in him. Huh? Oh, you got it, it seems like you can just like roll a dice and be like, oh, our NFT is a ghost. And you have a ghost, you have Casper, <laughs> and he has a hat. He has a top hat on today. And it's worth a billion fucking dollars. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Stop <laughs> trading these dumb shit. <laughs> Remember back in the day when, you know, you'd have your Pokemon cards or your Tarzos or whatever sort of co- collectible you had. And sometimes you, you'd, you'd come to go to like, you know, like cheap, like $1 stores and you'd buy a pack of bootlegs and they would have like Charmistar and it's half Charizard, half Star you and it's got a trillion HP and you're like, this is cool. This is a cool picture, but it's not worth anything. No. At least they were a cool picture, okay? Not a monkey with fucking grills on. And, and like, oh my God. Anyway, I'm not going to get into this whole crypto rant that I want to get into. But I looked further into their, their, um, their FAQ on their website. That's one, one of the questions, which I believe has since been taken down. Some, one of the FAQs was, what are the specs of this mythical box that you're making? Oh, I know this one. We aim to build a high-performance console. The specs you see on the site are not confirmed until we have a functional prototype. Those specs are 4K Ultra HD, Touch, eight, touch ID, 8K, 8K, 8K HDR, ray tracing, and up to 120 frames per second. It's so a good thing it has both 4K and 8K ray tracing and 120 frames per second. Doesn't have a graphics card and also has Touch, a, touch ID, which is wholly owned by Apple. So... Oh. On that note, they have since updated their website and changed it to, I think, fingerprint sensor or something, something ridiculous like that. They've also removed the 8K claim because no chance in hell that they could do 8K. Look, let's be fair. I have a PS5 box somewhere that says 8K on it. And that's, that, that's probably not going to happen either. But at least I kind of have a little bit more faith in Sony. Poor Joel in the chat said... As someone who backed and subsequently now owns an Oya, I can see how people can be sucked into this shit. Oh, I, don't, I, need, I, I need to discuss the Oya with you because oh, I'm fascinated Oya. by that little cube. But that's, that was like dumb fun. I can get behind that. This is a scam. Nothing more. I can, nothing less. I can see on the controller, they say the controller will have a wallet button so that users can quickly <laughs> make trades while in game. If that doesn't speak to you exactly what they're trying to do with this. If you controller. slip, all your apes are gone. All your apes are gone, okay? I slipped playing, you know, Simon, you slipped playing control, uh, uh, playing Monster Hunter. You went back to the start. You missed out on some of the loot, okay? Devastated. Old Billy Dumbfuck out there playing his polium or whatever the hell it's called. Slips, presses his wallet button. A trillion dollars worth of dumb JPEG is gone. Oh, no, not my monkeys. <laughs> not me, not me apes, <laughs> fuck. No, I apes had a TV show gone. in the works. <laughs> anyway, guys, I, just, I had to get that all off my chest because I saw it and it made me so angry and sad and just there's a there's a few other little bits about this that i want to i want to touch on which is first off the console itself that they're showing is no bigger than like your 
standard controller size these days. And I'm, it looks like three Blu-ray cases on top of each other. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Like that's what they're that's all my measurements are now in Blu-ray from now on. Apple TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's nothing. It doesn't look like well, anything. But oh, it came out that 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 um that drop that they had of it. It's nothing. Was stolen. Yeah, of course. No, they stole that. Of itself. course, of course they did. Yeah. But also, <laughs> in their little selling point bullshit, at one point I'm pretty sure they say it will be built by the community. What does that even mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see. But that's the game. The community's not going to fix it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It yeah. Like what? Built by the community? Do we? Do I get to choose what the graphics card is? Like, how? How do you figure that out? Do I roll a dice and like whoever has the highest roll get like gets to decide? What if more Every than one person have the, the same James number? In the chat's like my ape, my apes, my precious antique apes. <laughs> oh, like, but like. Even on the website, it's like, oh, who's developing games for it? And it was all these different, you know, fucking cock coin and fucking whatever they're called, okay? Cock-coin. All these different, like, I don't know, coin wallet people. I don't Willy know. Willy Wonka's it's coins. Like find the PS, PS5 and be like, oh, who makes games for it? Bendigo Bank. <laughs> what do you mean? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> they make fake money. Dude, the new they Bendigo game slaps. Games. <laughs> <laughs> the new Bendigo game. Oh, my God. What if every like console the wank, is you know I mean? <laughs> every console is an NFT? I mean, I think we could be NFTs at this <gasps> point. I, it's losing meaning what these things are. We could all be NFTs. I meant to we talk to you be. about story mode NFTs that we should be launching soon. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're minting yeah. them for I, I, I don't know, like twelve Ethereum. You? I don't I don't know what the conversion <laughs> is. I don't know how much an cock Ethereum coin. is. We're going to take cock coin. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting up Robina coin. Only Peterson coin. <laughs> Nothing else. Peterson <laughs> coin. There'll be Willy Wonka coins as well, but those are going to tank straight away. Oh, yeah. <sighs> straight into the chocolate. Straight into oh, the terrible. chocolate river. <laughs> well, okay, let's move into some good news, because this, this actually did make me really happy, because it, it's a company that I've admired the work of, because I've enjoyed the, the festivities that they've put on. Um... And it's for an event that I... I still have a, a soft spot for it in my heart. Yeah. E3's back? Question, question mark, mark. Question mark. Question mark. Hopefully. So, Reed Pop, They're the ones behind New York Comic Con, Star Wars Celebration. Uh, most importantly, PAX. PAX is fantastic. PAX is the best. Um, Reed Pop is partnering with the ESA to bring E3 2023 to the Los Angeles Convention Center in the second week of June 2023. And with the event set to be for, quote, publishers, developers, journalists, content creators, manufacturers, buyers, and licenses. With the announcement, Repop and the ESA are already teasing AAA reveals and earth-shaking world, wait, world premieres. Oh, yeah. Which is very cool. Um... Quote, it is a tremendous honor and privilege for Repop to take on the responsibility of bringing E3 back in 2023, said Lance Fensterman, president of Freedpop. With the support and endorsement of the ESA, we're going to build a world-class event to serve the global gaming industry in new and broader ways than we already do at Repop through our portfolio of world-leading events and websites. Carl's, Kyle Marsden-Kish, Repop's global VP of gaming, um, who will lead the team who's going to redo E3, says, for years we've listened, heard, and studied the global gaming community's feedback 
2023 will be recognizably epic. A return to form that honors what always worked while reshaping what didn't, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. That's my quote. And (laughs) setting a new benchmark for video game expos in 2023 and beyond. Now, look, obviously, COVID, not a fan. Had it last week. It's shit. Zero out of 10. Red though, bye. Um, Not a good time. But it, it, it has decimated these big events. E3 gets a lot of shit. Deservedly so. It became something it shouldn't be. Um, when they try to mix it. Was it a community event? Was it a uh, you know, a media event? It, it, it tried to be both and then ended up becoming neither and then lost all, everyone's private information. <laughs> it was Twice. deeply, deeply flawed. But the concept of it, I think, is really, really cool. I like having that big focal point in the year where everyone can gather, celebrate games. Um, and while most people will tune in for your AAA titles, along the way, for me, at least, I would catch on to some indie titles. Like, I remember, I mean, I will always remember the orchestra playing God of War. That was one of the most wow. epic things I've ever seen, and I actually fucking screamed when it happened. Okay, it was amazing. I also remember seeing Unravel on stage. I never Damn really would game. have caught onto that game if it wasn't for, for E3. There's so many games that just beca- they, they come into your peripheral and then you can spend some time with them. I remember Control getting announced you know, years and years and years ago. And I had my eye on it ever since. I think it has it, it, it had its place, but now that it's gone and kind of is dead, I think they're saying this is a revival of E3. This will be something completely different, I think. I think this is going to be a lot more fan-focused. It could be a lot more for the public. I hope so. Kind of okay with that. I think that's probably the best direction for it to go. I remember, you know, they did all of those huge... I, I kind of hope they steer away from trying to go too extra with all the celebrity guests and things like that. Those are fun, but, you know, it, it can be, especially with Keanu Reeves. I remember when they got John Bernthal out with his dog to promote Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ghost Recon. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a game, so wasn't bizarre. it? Was it? So <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> Say, I'm gonna say Ghost Recon Wildlands. I remember playing the beta for it and I didn't hate it. And then they put the Predator in it. I was playing it by then. Look, I'm gonna defend Ghost Recon Wildlands, friend of the show. <laughs> the concept of friend of the show. I mean, they put Terminator in Breakpoint, I think, which is kind of cool, but no one was playing it at that point. But regardless, nah, I mean, those things are cool, but I do want, I think, you know, them to be more in touch with what the people actually want to see, which is more like great games and just getting us all hyped up and excited. That's what this year's Jeff Keighley. Good on him. He's tried to make something. He tried. E3 was dying. He made Summer Games Fest, or if you will, Summer Games Fest. Thank you, Mr. Grubb. Um, And it just hasn't really gelled. It's too many things happening at once. We, We try to cover last year, Last year was a little bit easier, I think. This year, we've tried to cover as much of the whole June games explosion that we've been able to. And it's been super hard because things come out of the blue. Mm. There's no formal announcement. Back in the day of E3, you kind of knew, okay, Sunday, I was going to have like EA. It's going to roll into Ubisoft and then they will end with Microsoft or whatever it used to be. And it was it was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday morning. Um, it was like Tuesday night for Nintendo, usually. Whatever it was. You had that structure. And yeah, there would be a few little things that happened on the peripheral, but your main announcements were happening at those set times. You knew it. 
And those moments were so cool because I, I felt like the, the gaming world was watching the same thing at the same time. And the excitement was palpable. And this year, it's just been like, oh, here's 40 minutes of this. Here's three minutes of this. Oh, hey, we're Nintendo. We're going to have a big announcement. Oh, it's Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? I, 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 like, I, I like the gaming Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Mm. <laughs> but, see, I kind of hope that they don't turn E3 into a fan event and keep it more media focused because don't get me wrong games media is just games pr that's what it is that's what it comes down to a lot of the time but i always yes, simon we've heard you talk about fan fantasy <laughs> but i i always like that in a way like that's almost it's almost like a filter of hype it's like hey here's the raw stuff games media are obviously the first to look at it and they filter through the hype and like amplify it and then we get all of these articles from IGN talking about why, you know, this weird little indie game that was shown for 15 minutes is going to be the best game ever made ever. And they're right. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's fun little things like that. It's, it's the hidden gems. It's the, the hype moments of like a console announcement. Like, hey, you're wondering what's up next? Here's the Switch Pro. Oh, my God, everyone's lost their It's just the same Switch, but more expensive now. <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> but they'd lose it. They'd lose it at that. <laughs> but I, I feel like that is the best thing for games journalists and games media in particular is to have that event be for them. And then you have things like PAX and, you know, these other broader scoped events be for the fans to go and, you know, interact. And I saw I saw a really good video on it from uh, Jesse Cox. He, you know, he's been working in games media for quite a while. That's what now. I call it. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's... Fuck's sake. <laughs> God damn it, Monroe. Twice now you've totally derailed me. Anyway. Derailed. So, <laughs> Jesse was... <laughs> Fuck Felix. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so Jesse was saying that, like, you know, he he loves going to to PAX for being a fan. He loves to be able to not do that for his job. Whereas E3 is more, hey, I'm here to do my job. I'm here to get the scope, play as many games as possible, you know, write something up about it and go, hey, yeah, this was really cool. This is what I like, this is what I didn't like, yada yada. Cool, awesome, sweet. He gets that and then Pax is a bit more laid back and leisurely and he gets to really you know, enjoy. You've, you've actually turned me around on this. I think you are right about it being a, a media event. Because, I mean, when I used to love E3, it, that's back when it was purely a media event. Yeah. And I think it's because E3 is a time of, of big expectations and big dreams. Yeah. These aren't games that are, for the most part, coming out in the year. These are games coming out in a few years. Mm-hmm. These are CGI trailers. These are This is fake... Twitch players talking to each other, <laughs> playing multiplayer games in ways that no one ever speaks. No one ever does that. Not enough swearing and slurs for it to be an online game. <laughs> it's rehearsed. But th- th- that's what it is. You 
when there's actual people there at the fan event, they have to cater to that fan event. They may rush out to have gameplay on the floor and stuff like that. Focus on stuff. Yeah, look, it's coming out in four years' time. Okay, sick. And then you have your smaller events in the lead up. You get your packs and yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. Yeah, you may, may have to turn around there. Now, I mean, speaking of packs, I love packs. We love packs. We were part of packs last year, part of uh, Audio Technica's packs radio. Very, very good time. And we'll be at packs. 2022 in Victoria come October, November, end of the year. We'll all be there. It's going to be fantastic. Um, Read Pop can organize a fucking show. Mm. PAX is just getting better and better. There have been some times where they've they've done things. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work. And they've rolled out and it's been great. I've never had a bad time at PAX. Also because there's just great people who go there. But I always think it's a really, really well organized event. I haven't been to obviously Star Wars Celebration and stuff like that. But I imagine they run well. It runs well. It's been very popular. Same with Comic-Con. I think Repop knows how to organize an event. So the fact that they've listened to fans, they know how to run a fan event. Yeah. I, I think if anyone's going to be able to do it, it's them. That's I'm the also thing. a big fan of um, uh, 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 Guy Guy Blumberg, Bloomberg, whatever his name is. The guy who signed up Manabar. He used, he, he used to help set up um the Paxiles and stuff like that. He works for Repop. He's just somebody I follow online. I've always liked the guy. So, you know what? I'm going to back him. I'm going to back it. Guy himself will fix E3. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like if, no, no matter which way they decide to take it, I have a fair bit of confidence that it will it will be better than the past couple of E3s have been. I feel like this will, regardless, come back stronger. It will feel much better. And I, I do want to get that excitement back. I want, I want that condensation but i'm wondering how they're gonna get nintendo back in to the fold because nintendo don't need e3 they always do something around that time is nintendo but like the the thing is like they they always they do something around that time you know in the spirit of it but they'll do the treehouse at e3 they won't actually it'll be just a nintendo direct and don't get me wrong i think nintendo directs are sometimes brilliant but I think having their presence there, having, like, we're missing out on moments where, like, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto walks out on stage with a replica Hylian sword, uh, sorry, Hylian shield and master sword, and it's like the crowd erupts because the latest Zelda game is, like, going up, the trailer's going on behind them. It's, it's things fair, like that. Nintendo haven't, be, haven't done an E3 stuff in a long time. No, but that's... Like, they're getting by with it, but you do bring up a good point because I think since, since COVID started you've i found that you know sony's definitely followed the um, mm. the nintendo model yeah they're doing their state of plays are they going to scrap them and just go back to the e3 mm. kind of thing and share the stage with the microsoft bethesda because i think especially being you know next year there'll be more stuff rolling with bethesda hopefully do they really want to be sharing the stage with them because I, I, I think i think microsoft can come out swinging their dick next year i mean yeah potentially but at the same time i feel like <laughs> i it's tough. Like it's it's genuinely tough, and obviously, I'm glad I'm not one of the people making these decisions because I think they're. I don't think necessarily Nintendo or Sony need to scrap their digital presentations, keep them, but maybe do they make an appearance at E3 still, even if it's a smaller show and it's a teaser for like, hey, you know, here's a a preview of the state of play that's going to come out on Wednesday after E3 conclude like next year if it went right next year we could see like indiana jones james bond games obviously not movies um 
Wolverine, Wonder Woman. Like there's some really cool one. Yeah, there's some really cool shit that I think we're gonna start seeing trailers of next year. At least CGI trailers. Um, and that seems like the place to do it. Yeah, I don't know. This has potential, but it, it's gonna be a really interesting thing of how, how do they get that hype back? The you know. Maybe, They've all gone on and done their own thing. Maybe it'll uh, finally show all of the, the gamers that, wow, they actually do love video games. And it's not just a thing to be cynical about on the internet now that you've sat at home for a couple of years. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, um, you know. Nah, that's not going to change. Yeah, hey, well. I remember, I think it was E3, and they showed off Uncharted uh, Thief's End. And there was a moment where the video stopped. Or like they were playing some live gameplay and something something fucked up. Really, really minor thing. And my Twitter just erupted in Rest in peace, naughty dogs, PlayStation's done. <laughs> shut shut up. Fucking nerds. Fucking losers. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but like as well, when you when you see, you know, any game developer or publisher ever on Twitter talk about an ongoing real world crisis you know allowed to. just talk about the games yeah. dead game why, are you talk- why, dead don't, game. why are you talking about this why don't you get back to your video games and it's like because why don't you get back to your video games you fucking dweeb <laughs> like, you're the one that's getting upset over this not uh, that anyway they're making a statement and a different topic for a different day yeah. we got speaking of games being announced <laughs> and uh, now they're coming out in 2017 Ubisoft s- said hey you guys like Black Flag because it was a great game. That's a great black flag. It was oh, yeah. fantastic. You guys like the um, the naval combat in that game? Yeah, I did. It was great. We're going to make a whole game based on it called Skull and Bones. Felix, oh, tell me about Skull and Bones, buddy. Well, Skull and Bones, like you said, first revealed, yeah, I think 2017. We last saw it in 2018. Uh, and it had an initial re- release date of twenty somewhere in 2019. Ended up getting delayed to 2020. And then delayed indefinitely uh, until now when we uh, had a sudden Ubisoft reveal um, of Skull and Bones, a Ubisoft original. It's uh, their new open world action adventure game um, where you play as a pirate who's freshly shipwrecked. You get your own crew, you get to go out, um, gather resources, uh, do contracts for other pirates, things like that. it's inspired by the Indian Ocean and the Golden Age of Piracy in that area. So sort of set around that time. And it is a live service game. So they're planning on supporting it for for many years to come. So a game that has been delayed for a million years. It's a live service game. That's it's right. an Ubisoft game. I'm definitely filled with hope. Um, it's also coming out just days before God of War Ragnarok. So we're going to have one day. So really, <sighs> really crank this game out. Look, we got to see gameplay footage of it. And I am, we can all say this isn't going to be a great game. This isn't winning game of the year. It's just, no. it is very much just, it's just a game. It's just going to come out. Should it be sold for full price? I don't think so. I think this is a very, it'd be cool on Game Pass or even better. Or Game Pass or I know, Ubisoft has that whole PlayStation Plus thing going on. This is like a free game. I th- would very much change my mind on this. I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, we don't know the true like scope 
of the game or like i don't think there's much info on how long it is necessarily but we didn't see a map we do see anything like that we saw a little bit of a map in that in that gameplay trailer but it's nowhere near enough to see not like that full scale map yet. yeah um but they do say um that it's not just the coming months that they're going to support it that it's a, a full commitment to them which i know they say about a lot of things yeah um, we've heard that many many yes. many times like you okay ubisoft stepping away from the company's issues and there are many oh, so i like many. ubisoft games i like i like them i mm. I'm, I'm a big assassin's creed fan because Assassin's creed games are, are great uh, sorry can sometimes be great sometimes can be meandering <laughs> um i've got a real soft spot for watchdogs i think watchdogs two and three were pretty pretty fucking cool but in the last few months they've released that like roller derby game they had yeah. that battle royale game see the fact that i can't remember any of their names is probably not a good thing that riders republic um even valhalla didn't do anything for me i think the last to me the last good ubisoft game was assassin's creed odyssey um which, is, which was let down by it being a trillion hours long yes um but i think they did really well there they just they just keep they have cool ideas but they're sort of just not delivering them these are the games that, re- that get released from a company in turmoil um which look, we'll probably hear more and more about in the next few months but we did get to see some gameplay of this off this totally and i think a lot of people compare it to uh, obviously no man's sky to sea of thieves and i i think they are both live service pirate games sure that's where the similarities end they're very different games i think the natural comparison for me at least is black flag yeah black flag combat on the boat is really cool because there's a very dynamic feature of it. You control the boat, and then when you're close enough, you let go of that steering wheel, and you run around as Sir Arthur Fortune or whatever the hell <laughs> your character's name is. You jump over the other boat. It's it's badass. You're throwing firebombs at each other. You're having sword battles on the ships. <laughs> it feels really cool and really epic. What we saw in this gameplay trailer was you control the boat. You get to get off your boat at hub cities yeah. to get materials and yada yada but it looks like other than that you can't leave your boat and control your character that's exactly right yeah so you see like you mine resources yeah. and all the you park your boat close close to an island and i guess you reach off the bow then actually you hit yeah. a, tree a few times and hopefully it falls into your boat it's like what? i found that really weird what is this you're mining as well, like you're getting rock yeah, and all this stuff. And then it looks like you can board other people's boats, it's just, but it looks like you're going to press a button and you see your crew and you hopefully, you know, you may have nine nine crew members and they have six, so you'll win. Okay, like what am I controlling at this point? Like, who am scene, I yeah. kind of thing? It, I don't love that, but I will say real quickly, there are some elements of this game that actually look pretty badass. The custom customization options on your boat, look, there's different classes, you make different weapons, pros and cons to different armor sets, yada, yada, yada. I, I like that. And it looks like you get quite, quite custom paint jobs. You're going to have, you're going to really have your own ship in this. And I think playing other life, life service games like No Man's Sky, I, I love that you rarely see the same ship twice in that game. I It, it feels, everything you own feels kind of unique and it, it's, I think, really crafted by yourself. I think I'm gonna have the same feeling playing this game. If if I was to play it, that's kind of where the the cool factor. Actually, I, I like. I do like the serious tone of it. I like that. 
again comparing it to Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is more just like jump in, fuck around, have fun, fun with your friends. In this one, you're you know you're worried about your your crew having a mutiny against you, and probably you have to ward off scurvy and. <laughs> I know they could be a crab. Just I don't know. Orange at their head. That will that'll boost their morale and cure their scurvy all in one go. Uh, <laughs> they used to do it. I have a few questions because, again, making that comparison to Sea of Thieves, I think Sea of Thieves works the way that it does because everything you can purchase in the game is purely cosmetic. There are no benefits to buying the shiny gold cannons versus having the stock standard basic ones. There is no actual benefit whereas in this it looks like it's got a pretty robust and pretty in-depth leveling system with cool unlocks and like some genuine like feeling of progression which i really like the look of but they also talk a lot about the pvp and that concerns me because that is probably my single least favorite thing in sea of thieves is the fact that it is forced pvp no matter what you cannot avoid it you know you just got to hope that you end up on an empty-ish server and never come across anyone. Which, I know some people are going to sit there and be like, well, you're pirates, of course, this is what you want to do. Well, no, I want to go explore a map. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> go away. Like, I want to... Running away from but you're other a pirate. people isn't fun. <laughs> it's just a waste of my time. So, are we going to get private servers for... Skull and Bones. Like, are we? Are we gonna? Are we gonna see? I think I think it's pronounced pirate servers. <laughs> <laughs> they did say they they have um, opt-in PvP service, which it's not forced in the main game. Okay, okay. Oh, so if you okay. so you can just sort of progress through and level up and stuff just by doing PVE stuff. Then PVE, yes. Yeah, so right. there's certain um, upgrades that you can get for your ship, which actually increase hostility from non-playable characters so the more you look like a pirate the more the enemies will seek you out and attack you okay which i thought was an interesting interesting little thing see there's there's little things about this game that sound really interesting that's 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 surprising i didn't expect that because you got the um the privateers and stuff like that that would go around the sea cops that come around (laughs) and and, you know arrest you pirate hunters yeah you know okay sea bastards this is the type of Cheap, when I mean cheap, it looks a little bit cheap. It's still full price, whatever. That's a whole other issue. I would love a Battle Royale mode. <laughs> Hear me out. No, just have, have like 20 ships, full map. And every however long, all the ships ping on your map. And the closer you get to the end game, those pings happen more and more frequently until the point where you know exactly where the other ship is. And you're, you're gathering loot and stuff along the way. So the more people you kill, the better your weapons become because you're stealing their shit. That could work. That could be really, really fun. And that's that's how you would get people hooked on a game like this. Because other than that, like there's a few cool mechanics in there. But I think the, the, the general gameplay loop, especially because you can't get off your fucking ship, is going to wear on people pr- pretty quickly. And that, that's something... You don't play as a character. You play as a boat. Yeah. Yeah, it's so something I was. Sorry, you guys. Go. No, no, no. You, you go, Matt. You go. Um, there's something interesting that I was seeing. There's an interview with IGN uh, with um, what's his name? Ryan Barnard, the game director, and he was talking about the general loop, the uh, the actual contracts that you're going on for other pirates, and he said, generally, this is a quote. Generally, 
uh, they fall into categories of getting things for the pirate that wants those things or taking things from one place to another for them that's very dangerous and you can't lose it or you'll end up paying the consequences. So you're taking your cousin bowling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, 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 so you're just driving shit around. He just described several fetch quests. Yeah. Basically. Which I'm I'm concerned uh, fetch about. Fetch me a better game. So I'm not I'm not, you know, hundred percent on board with with just getting on my ship just to take items from one place to another and maybe shoot a few things along the way, and that's the end of it. <sighs> it's like because like a, a good we need a good pirate game again. Like I like CFDs. It's just not what I would want from a pirate game because it's, it's not a pirate game. It's a party game. It, it's a game that you meant to have. Fuck around and have fun with your friends, and they do. It does it brilliantly. Mm. I, I love that game. I, I think the way it's been dropping um, more and more content, it's been fantastic. Super loyal player base, um, and it really seems to listen to the community. I love it. I think it's great. But I, I do want a real kind of gritty, good pirate game. Because um, pirates, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting <laughs> fellas. <I was laughs> pretty messed a, up. A podcast recently about um about uh the real story of Blackbeard the pirate fascinating bloke had a lot of shit going on but speaking off pirates because we have been so why would you be shocked that we're speaking of him i do have a pirate themed game that i want to play because oh. like i said pirates fascinating i've got questions i've got a quiz actually yar quiz yeah i got seven questions here uh we're gonna get back and forth okay okay i'm gonna just have a amount of time in my head if you if i buzz you out the other person gets a shot Okay. Okay. One, one point per round. Now there are seven questions. Some of them are a bit higher than others. So when it's your turn, you're going to pick a number between one and seven, and that's going to be the question you answer. May the best pirate. So win. I want you. Sorry. May the best pirate win. May, May the, the best, best pirate, pirate win. win. All right. Um. You know what? Because you sided off in such a polite manner, Felix, I'm going to let you go that's first. Fair. All right. Between one and seven. Sorry, Felix. Between one and seven. Seven. You're going to regret that. Oh, <laughs> great. P- pirate is... Oh, also, Keelan, when you edit this, can you put some pirate shanty music behind oh, this? The, the, the Sea Thieves shanty trailer. Don't get a Pirate is the middle name of which celebrity? Oh, no. Ooh, okay. Jordan P. Peterson. <laughs> Don't die on us, Jesse. You haven't said oh, if I'm you, wrong. My COVID, yet. my COVID come back. <laughs> oh, shit. Am I wrong? You are wrong. Oh. You are incorrect. Damn. Incorrect, though. I thought I Simon. had Simon. Uh, Coming in for the steal. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Ooh, no. Okay, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a clue out there. All right. Okay. Now it becomes just bonus round. Either of you can answer. Whoever gets in quicker. Okay. okay. Singer. Whose most popular song would well describe a pirate? Who's the guy that sang Black and Gold? Because I feel like it might be them. What about Macklemore? No, what? What? Thrift shop? <laughs> yeah, man. He's got $20 no, in his pocket. I think. Okay, you both lose, you both suck. I'm going to write suck here on my scorecard. Okay. Um, I would describe, personally, I would describe a pirate as a bad guy. 
Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell is her full name. Wow. What? It's a good fucking quiz, lads. What? Okay. <laughs> no, that was, that was the one good question I had. Excellent. I'm sorry I wasted it. <laughs> you absolutely fucking tortured me in the yeah, first round. You went for the golden, golden Simon, question at the end. Between one and six. Uh, give me two. You got two. In 2000, Metallica sued which pirating website? Pirate Bay? In for the steel. That's like the other way, no. No, I'm out. I don't know. I don't know any other pirating sites. I have no clues to this, so you both suck and you're suck again. I just know the one. It was Napster. stole it. Napster. It was which one, sorry? Napster. Oh, Napster. Oh, yeah. I remember like that being a and thing. And then they remove the music. Then- this is an old person quiz. <laughs> I'm at a disadvantage. Because I'm an old person. <laughs> I'm a disadvantage. Like, why are you surprised us? I need some handicap. Oh, we gonna, you're going to hate the fucking real pirate questions because pirates are pretty old as well. <laughs> okay. No, uh, and speaking of pirates, you got the next one. Pick a number. Oh. Uh, we'll go three. What was the Skull and Bones flag called? The symbol? What'd they call it? Skull uh, and Crossbones? Nada. It would have been good because it would have been a good plug for the game. Oh. <laughs> I actually wish they called If they called this game by this actual title, I think the game would sell really well. Simon? In for the Jolly Roger. It is the Jolly fucking Ooh, Roger. Oh, true. Oh, Simon, you're on one point. So you're on one. We've had three rounds. Oh, Simon's on one. <laughs> and the, the young fella. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. The woke moralist. <laughs> the, mal- the, on, the gen on, Zeta. On zilch. <laughs> uh, Simon, pick a number. Um, all right. We haven't done number one. So let's do number one. Let's get it out of the way. We haven't done that. What was the chant pirates would sing when someone walked the plank? Bonus point if you sing it. Ooh. I know this. I, I feel like don't. I don't know this at all. <laughs> I have. I have not a Scooby. I'm afraid. Just sing us a song, then. Just have a go. All right, hang on. Let me pull up the uh, Sea of Thieves shanty. And I'll- <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't put people in anything up. Just sing from your heart. <laughs> no, I can't do that. But I can give you a joke. Oh, no. Oh. What the fuck? What do you? What do you mean? You give me I a joke? Give you a joke. It's like you can't go to the bank and be like, oh, I haven't paid any of the cake. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, that's how that's how it used to work back in the day, you know? Instead of giving people money, maybe, you, maybe you, in you'd fucking tra- England, you'd, mate. You'd trade them other okay. goods and services. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I've put a lot of effort into this quiz, quiz and I've heard your jokes. I don't think it's a good bartering system you've got <laughs> going on here, okay? <laughs> Felix, do you have a song in your heart? I'm going to, I don't know the actual song. But I'm gonna say it was them all shouting, "Fall off, walk the plank, you dickhead, idiot, you have- fall off, <laughs> hurry walk up." Who's cancelling who now? <laughs> you woke moralists. No, well, I was hoping I was gonna get you one of you guys. I mean, look, nobody gets a the point there. I, I was hoping that one of you guys would sing because actually they didn't have planks. That's a myth. Oh my gosh! It became really popular in pop culture because think about it. Why would you? <laughs> what would the point be? <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Is it? It's just a big stick. Uh, what isn't in <laughs> life? If you, if you break everything down, what off. is not a big stick? I guess right. it's a bit oh, more shit. efficient. String theory. Throw them over the side of the ship. 
Um, Felix, it is your go. Oh, man. I really need to come back from this. You have four, five, and six to pick from. You're a point behind. You've both done terribly. Yes, Yes, we have. It's a hard quiz. (laughs) Yeah, this is... I like how Joel in the chat's like, what should we do with this drunken sailor? (laughs) Walk the plank. Uh, Was it one, four, and six, you said? Uh, It was four, five, and six. Okay, I'll go four then. What ingredients were in grog? Okay, grog was... It was like... Actually, I heard this recently. I think it was like rum and it was some kind of juice for vitamin C, I think. Or is that part of their rations or something? It's like rum, orange juice, or like some sort of juice. I'll give you a clue here. There's one, two, three, four. There's four ingredients all up. Can we say you've said rum? Rum is one, which is one of them. You've said water, which is one of them. Uh-huh. You've said a, a juice. I will need to know which juice, and then there's another ingredient. Okay. Oh man, I'm gonna say lemon juice. Simon's deep in thought I, here. Uh, lemon juice. juice sorry? Yes. Okay. Oh, one more ingredient. One more ingredient. Fin grog. Um. Think about the flavor profile. You got like sour, bitter. From the the lemon, mm. what would you want to bounce that out a little bit? Sugar. Ding 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 ding. One v one. Well done. One point oh. oh my gosh! Good work, right. there, Felix. Good well work. Well done. We that should make some. Time. Actually, speaking of packs, I, I, I've told, look, I've told the story a million times, but it's, it was really cool. I think packs what twenty eighteen. When did when did see if these come out? It would have been a year before that. Seventeen. I get to play Sea of Thieves on the on the boat. So at the Melbourne Convention Centre, for those who don't know Melbourne. There's a big old wooden ship. Don't know what it don't know why it's there, don't know what it does. Okay. Good for them. I think they got lost there one day. <laughs> but we got to go onto the, the ship itself and play Sea of Thieves in the um like lower cabin. They decked it all out with like fish nets. Uh, they decked it all out. Seaweed. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Point. Was that the joke that no, you No, <laughs> no. Okay. Pick a number, five or six. Uh gimme give gimme give six. Okay. What was the name of Blackbeard's ship? I can't remember. I feel like this is one of those Well, you went around, I assume. Hmm? <laughs> I feel like this is one of those weird little factoids that you hear and you're like, oh wow, that's awesome. And then you never remember it again in your short term. It's a memory. mixture of a very, very cool name and a very weird name. Oh, I'm at a, I'm at a complete loss here. I'm gonna hand it to you, Felix. Felix, I'm gonna go with <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Blackbeard. Looking in Blackbeard for the name of Blackbeard. Number plate. Number plate. Blackbeard. <laughs> B L K <laughs> B R D. <laughs> He had that on the flag, it's just Blackbeard. <laughs> um, it was the Queen Anne's Revenge. Oh, that uh, was it. Which is cool. Because you had the word it. revenge in the name of your boat. Okay, that's cool. But the Queen Anne, it's called Blackbeard's Revenge. I don't know. I'm sure he had a good reason for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I do I do remember hearing that. And I'm really annoyed. So it comes All down right, to this. Last question. 
last question. Neither of you will get this one. <laughs> so give me a draw. I'm going to have to come up with another question. I had seven questions. Oh, you f- motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, whose pick was it? It was yes. Felix's yep. memory. Yeah. All right. You've only got one option left. So I'll read it out to you. Who primarily plays Captain Feathersword in the Wiggles? Um, I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling that Joel in the chat is like, yeah, yeah, right he probably now. is. Uh, <laughs> okay. The actual guy's name. Actual guy's oh, name. Jeez. Tommy Lee Jones. Shockingly not. <laughs> no, I don't know. I Simon? truthfully don't know. Uh, Joel, communicate it to me telepathically, please, because I... He knows. I, he knows. I don't. I cannot remember. I used to love Captain Feathersword. Like, he was the coolest. The absolute Joel coolest. Joel needs to just give us... One letter at a time in the chat, and then the first person to guess it wins. I'll, I'll I'll come up with a with a different question. Oh, okay, fair to. enough, fair enough. I'll put the, I'll put the brakes in this podcast. <laughs> okay. I'll pull over. I'll right turn now. this car around. <laughs> come on, Simon. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to forfeit okay. the point. You guys have absolutely. I know we've we've blown this to quiz. smithereens. Okay, one point each. I'm not going to tell you the answer here. Joel, in the chat, can you tell us the answer? And then you will be on the same amount of points as people <laughs> on the actual fucking show. No, he would have done better because he got Napster right. Oh it's Joel's oh beating us. Right. Joel wins. He's not even in the podcast, but he wins. Deserved. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. I'm looking up a quiz question. One sec. Um, talk amongst yourself about how bad you are at the, at the uh, we need thing. like easier <laughs> questions, like fill in the blank, what shall we do with the and then just ask <laughs> that as a question. What should we do with the shit quiz master? All right, I've got a question for you. It is, it is multiple choice, okay? I'm gonna let you both okay put an answer in. Right. Anne Bonnie was one of the few female pirates in recorded history. Where was she born? A England. B, Scotland. C, Ireland. What was her name? Lock in your answers. Anne Bonny. Anne Bonny. I'm going to go with Scotland. I think it's a fake out. I think she was Irish. Well, okay. First of Are all, we- Joel in the chat has said Paul Paddock, or originally played by Anthony, Anthony Field. He's correct. Ah, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, you would be because he's not the one who plays it primarily. He does it sometimes. You would have lost that question. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry, I'm going to come to Perth. I'm going to come to Perth, tickle your little beard. <laughs> okay, so Felix, you've gone with Scotland. Simon, you've gone with Ireland. Oh, we both wrong. That Bonnie Lass was from Ireland. Oh, you've won. Yeah. Simon's come home. Come home with a wet sail, if you will. <laughs> That is a pillickball, and I think that quiz has done just as well as Skull and Bones will do when it comes out November 8th, a day before God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> eight, 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 three out of eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, yeah. look, yeah, yeah look. look, I tried to follow I'm proud of the grog question. I'm proud of the Yeah, I'm well impressed. I'll take that. But Jesse, I want to tell you the joke. I feel like I've earned it, all right? So, 
I don't I think did, you have, sir. I, won. I don't I, think did you I have, have it all. Yeah, no, I, I won. So, <laughs> what is a pirate's favorite letter? Fuck you! Oh, I'm gonna end the show here. I'll wrap it <laughs> it's up. We'll R, wrap it up, right? You'd think so, but their true love is the sea. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now we really throw you off the end of the play. I miss having COVID so much. <laughs> My taste was gone, so I may have laughed at that fucking joke. You should have just cancelled the podcast. No, nah, look, that, that fake out was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that was pretty good. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not too fancy for a bad joke, but I am too fancy for this podcast. So let's wrap this one up. <laughs> if you want to hear more of this, whatever this is, we're on Spotify and iTunes. So subscribe, leave us a review, leave us some love. Tell us, tell, tell us your friends. Tell us your friends. Tell your friends of us. Mm. And see if they want this in their ears as well. Um, as always, a big thank you. A lot of love and kisses to the Fan Critical Podcast Network. Go give them some love as well. They keep our uh, our lights on. i got a new light now. It does different colors. So thank you for that light, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. If you want to see what I'm writing, not saying, storymodegaming.com. Or if you want to see all of our social media stuff, keep up to date with all the stuff we're doing. We've got some, we've got some things churning away butter churning away we're on facebook twitter and instagram at stormed aus of course we're on twitch at stormed aus where we stream these podcasts live every week yeah i know it's live it's crazy we also do a bunch of games we do an afl stream Simon, what are you playing this week uh probably a bit of monster hunter rise sunbreak guess what's coming out um as part of the playstation plus bundle for this month final fantasy remake integrate integrate Ooh, that is so. a good pickup I'll yeah, do, yeah, it. do it. Do it, do it, do it. I may start this, I may, I may start this, this week. So do it, do it. There'll be some Final Fantasy happening. Um, and of course, you can follow us individually on Twitter at I'm at Jesse Spanner. Simon, where are you? At SI421, SI421. And Felix, where are you? And I'm at, at Nichols underscore Felix. Give us some love. Come yell at us. Come yell at these two fucking non pirate knowing lads. <laughs> um, Please don't. Don't yell at me. I'm sensitive. Don't don't, don't yell at me. Please don't. Don't do that. (laughs) But thanks for joining in. Hope you guys had fun. Simon, Felix, thanks for chilling. Hope you guys had a bit of a laugh. Absolutely. I see. You know I've got energy this time? I ate before. Oh my God. In 123 episodes, this could be the first time. Wow. I know. I'm full of nutrients. Full of beans. Full of beans. I should eat beans one day. Oh, beans are great. I might feel young again. <laughs> and I'm, it, I'm, I'm well past that. <laughs> yeah, but then he won't understand Wiggle's questions. He'll forget. True. I didn't understand the question either. I just wrote it down. I, yeah, all right, fair. Yeah. But everyone, thanks for listening. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned something. Hope you loved something. Hope you we've helped you grow along the way. And we'll catch you next week. So play some games, stay safe, and uh, we love you. Bye. 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 Oh, boy. Oh, no. See you later.